Darren, we'd better turn around. Why? Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. We are the things that were and shall be again. What was that film you were watching? Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Part two. Oh, Lord. What the prime time, bitch! What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouth Mills. In today's episode is the first ever monthly news and reviews episode that I'll be doing with my buddy Travis Bennington, where we dive into the horror films we've seen recently, as well as some of the most recent headlines and horror news. This month, we are joined by our buddy John Wren, as we dive into a bunch of films and headlines. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys to go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates on the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so by signing up for the Trash Mouth Horror Club over on Patreon. The link for that will be in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's get into this month's episode. Well, we can uh, kick off the show. Uh, first off, I'll just say, you know, I want to say a huge shout out, you know, not shout out, but a uh, huge rest in peace, you know, to Ray Liotta. That's fucking obviously devastating news you know uh, yeah absolute legend gone but yeah, yeah i mean not movie related also the dude from depeche mode died oh shit yeah the, really? uh, the key the keyboard player for depeche mode fucking fletch died yeah Damn. fletch died Damn. yeah so shit day for for celebrity deaths yeah no definitely i wonder who the third is right true <laughs> yeah somebody's on the way i think i saw somebody post about somebody earlier but it was definitely like it was another actually i think it was another musician but it was a like a obscure musician you know what i mean like i, I recognize yeah. the name but it wasn't somebody like uh too recognizable but uh why can't it be like fucking ted nugent or something right. oh dude fucking right <laughs> somebody's just like, the dude's gonna live forever it sucks right the shittiest <laughs> ones always do <laughs> but but uh, well, on the flip side, uh, did either of y'all get to catch men? I haven't been able to see it yet because I'm getting sick. I just kind of stayed at home the past few days. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it because I was out watching fucking Mad Max all weekend. Yeah, and right back into work, so I haven't seen it yet. But it looks. I still think it looks awesome. I don't know. Did you yeah, get to see it? I, no. And what's funny is the fucking uh, the resort that we were staying. I had a movie theater in it, and it was like the one new movie that it was like playing. And I like thought about it the last night when like everyone turned in early, but like I never got around to it. No, I don't blame you. It's on the docket for the weekend, though. Same, same here. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, today's Alex uh, Garland's birthday actually, the director. So that's funny coincidence, but that's why I brought that movie up first too, because uh, yeah, go from uh, you know, the sadness of death to at least somebody's birthday. (laughs) The opposite, but uh. So uh, we can uh, dive into the news first, if that's cool with you guys. We'll kind of just go through, like, uh, I have about five, uh, like, news headlines, but some of them will kind of breeze through, because, like, I personally don't have too much to say about some of them. I'm, I'm sure you guys yeah. have, like, a, you know, a few comments, but nothing, you know, uh, too extensive and shit. But uh, so the first one pretty much is kind of like the big one that's been out for, a, uh, but it's been out for a little bit now. So I'm sure a lot of people have already heard about it and talked about it, but, uh, and it's probably a little bit bigger for me than you guys, obviously, with the scream shit that's everywhere but uh yeah uh hayden panettiere is returning you know for scream six uh you know of course we figured everybody from scream five would free sign on for scream six and shit like that and then nev and courtney but uh there was always like an uncertainty about other characters returning so uh how'd you guys feel about that and you know um are you guys excited at all for scream six are you kind of just like ready to let it uh die and uh john you can go first since you're our guest this week um i'm like indifferent on scream because i did not like scream three and four but i did like the new one a lot um i I at least thought the the new one was a lot of fun and you know with with them killing off a major character bringing back a major character from another film makes a lot of sense at this point and if you're gonna try to do a full circle i don't i don't know though if i like it i kind of like the idea of them giving it off to the new if you're gonna do the continue the franchise like reboot it like let these let these young kids like just completely take over and drift away from Sydney and everybody. Yeah. That's something I actually liked about the new one is how little screen time they truly had it was surprising, yeah. but I actually enjoyed it. So what about you, uh, Travis? I, I couldn't agree more. I think John's right on the nose. I mean, like I like the screen movies and I enjoyed them all. They all are entertaining in their own way for me, but I, I do like the idea of passing the torch. And I think that that's something that more of these franchises need to be focusing on. And I think bringing back Hayden is, I understand it. I understand the move, but to me, it has little value. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't care. Like, I read that headline and just kind of like, I glimpsed over the article and just kind of moved past it. Yeah. 
Now, I'm uh, personally kind of excited about it, but I'm also like a pretty big fan of Scream 4. But I think that right. also has a, a like being uh, younger and like when I was young, I was scared of horror. Like the first one came out in 96, I was four. And then the other ones pretty much were like the next subsequent years. So, of course, I never saw any of those in theaters. But um, so Scream 4 was the first one I got to see in theaters. So it's always had like a special place for me, you know, a little bit. And uh, so that might have like a little bit of a bias towards it. But uh, I'm actually excited to see her return. But just because of the fact that, you know, when you kind of dive back in all the characters' deaths, she's the only one that was kind of left a little bit still ambiguous. So it like it makes sense to right. let her return instead of like force. Uh, you know, like a lot of people are calling for Matthew Lillard, which don't get me wrong. I'd love to see that just for the sake of like craziness. But uh, at the same time, it's like that's so much un so unbelievable that at least they're doing something right. that's like got some believability to it. But. <clears throat> What yeah, would be funny? Sure. What would be funny if a Matthew Lillard cameo is be like have him be like a guy that's like working the McDonald's or some shit, and have Sydney <laughs> like, and have Sydney be like, wait, don't I know you? And he's like, I don't know, I get that a lot, and then just like move on from it. Like yeah. that would be yeah, great. that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Do like uh, uh, they can even remember? There's like always the rumor. Well, they always say that there's this cameo of him in the background of Scream Two, and his hair's bleached or whatever, where he like walks behind him at the party. Because he was like oh, yeah. near, he was nearby filming like another movie. They oh, should yeah, just have him have bleached hair and everything, so that way it's like that yeah. character coming back. But yeah, oh yeah. But uh, before we move on to the next news uh, headline, I just always like to you know double check with you guys. Do you have any more comments to make on this one before? No. no. Okay. The next one. I, mean, I mean, I mean, I'll probably watch Scream Six or whatever the hell this one's gonna be. Um, but yeah. The Hayden Pinatier doesn't move the uh, needle for me. Yeah. yeah. Then I hope she kind of gets the same treatment as the other like legacy characters. You know, like she gets a quick in and out. You know, maybe like. 30 minutes of the whole hour and a half runtime or, you know, two hour runtime, right. whatever. But, but uh, the second bit of news that uh, we're going to dive into is just this is the one I don't have much to say about, but it's definitely a fun one that uh, has been popping up, you know, very recently. I'm sure you guys heard of this one, a movie coming out called Weenie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Have you guys yes. seen the news on this? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think it looks fucking insane. Right. You seen it, John? The yeah, all, I, all, all I saw was the news of it and I saw some still shots. And I'm like, wait, is this fucking for real? Like, what yeah. is going on here? So, like, if it's if that's a real thing, like, I'm totally gonna watch it, even if it sucks. Like, it just looks, yes, it looks, it looks crazy. It looks like some lunatic, like, bit, like thought this up, like, in a drug stupor, and he was like, yeah, this is gonna be great. Let's have Winnie the Pooh kill people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's uh, pretty much exactly my co my comments on it. The only difference is uh. I mean, not only uh, difference, but just to give a few more details is uh, apparently Weenie the Pooh and Piglet have opened up like Weenie the Pooh, the story and character and everything has apparently become public domain recently, which I didn't know about, but it like slipped into public domain. And that's why this movie is possible. But apparently they can't use Eeyore or Tigger because they're like got different trademarks. But um. Sure. So apparently, uh, the director said that he he likes to pretend that uh, this piglet and Pooh ate Eeyore on the way over to uh, kill the people that they're killing. But it's pretty much the basis of the story is uh, Christopher Robin has left them to go off to college and stuff like that. But by doing that, he's left them to fend for themselves and they've become almost feral. So now they come out to his college to kill him and like all of his uh, people that are out there. So amazing. I'm, I'm 100 yes. percent behind it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm super into it. And I mean, like part of me, like the, the like teenage, like fucking angsty rebel in me loves the fact that they're doing this because Winnie the Pooh is like my mom's favorite. And so this is guaranteed to just bum out my mom. So I'm like, I can't wait to like tell her like, hey, this movie is happening and she's just going to be so sad. Uh, <laughs> the name so, fucking you know, rolls to blood and honey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Fuck yeah. But uh, so the uh, next little bit of news is uh, I sent you both guys the trailer for that movie Beast coming out. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a horror, you know, like a new creature feature coming out pretty much uh, starring uh, Idris Elba. Uh, how'd you guys feel about that trailer? And uh, is that something that you're looking forward to? Or is it kind of just like uh, are you kind of worried it's going to fall under the basic like blockbuster type uh, formula? Well, when I heard first heard about it, I was like, really? I'm like, all right. And then I watched the trailer. The trailer actually kind of sold me on it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it's because yeah. maybe it's because I have like an undying love for Idris and that's like what's like making me into it. But like he punches a fucking lion in that trailer and I'm like, all right, let's sure. Why not? Like, fuck it. Let's go. Like, yeah. I hope it's serious. Like it has a serious tone, but it doesn't take itself serious. I hope it's like completely ridiculous. Like, yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I, I don't want like the movie to be like Jaws, like with a lion. Like, I want it to be like I want it to kind of like 
look serious but be stupid at the same time yeah no what about uh yeah i couldn't agree more uh what about you travis yo i to john's point idris is fucking the man so like as soon as i saw he was doing this i was like sold i like kind of didn't care about the rest of it and when you sent that trailer over i was like watching it and i was just like oh yeah this actually looks kind of fucking sick yeah you know and i i don't you know to your point like i'm i don't mind the big hollywood treatment of stuff like this if like john said they don't take it serious like they take it serious in that regard of they make it look awesome and it's like they treat it really professionally but then it doesn't take itself seriously you know because like even when they did that with like the evil dead franchise it like they like rebooted the production on it and they really gave it like a facelift and it was awesome but it was like as campy and like exactly what it needed to be as ever so yeah. I, that's kind of what I'm hoping for with this. Like, I'm hoping that like him punching the lion is like an indicator that it's going to be like silly and fun, but also like kind of awesome, you know? Yeah. Now, and the fact that they had like uh, one thing about movies like this is also like always the look of the creature and stuff like that. And in the trailer yeah. alone, that lion looks pretty badass. And then he's already got like blood all over his mouth and shit. And he looks pretty brutal. Yep. So I'm with you guys. I hope it's one of those movies that's like... Uh, Kind of like what kind of got brought up on the last little live show we did where we talked about uh, Deep Blue Sea and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. like Lake Placid, how it's like got like big names and shit like that. And it's like at times like like it's obviously like a joke because, you know, they make jokes and people die, but it's like never jokes just being cracked. It's like humor that right. fits in with like the kills or like, you know, like somebody would be yeah. like, like, oh, man, like I give my arm for this. And then the arm gets bit off by the shark. You know what I mean? Shit like that. So it's yeah. like. Yep. Uh, no, and uh, then like you guys said, I love Idris Elba. Like I just watched Sonic 2 again the other day and I was like, man, he fucking killed it. His knuckles. I mean, I know it's like a small role, but it's just, you know, a recent one. But uh, dude, I just shows he kills I was everything. watching that last night. And as soon as he came on screen, I was like, that, there he is, man. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I got stoked about it. So I'm with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Any uh, last comments about this one, uh, guys, before we move on to the next one? No, I think we're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm stoked on this one. I was looking to see if it had a rating, but I don't I don't remember. I want to say it was R, which was another thing that had me stoked, but I might be wrong. Hopefully it is. Yeah, R. I see a lot of that stuff that's coming out is all getting like a hard, you know, like R rating lately, yeah. which has been kind of cool and has me excited. It's like every trailer I watch, it's an R rating. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Because I know everything was going PG-13 for a minute. And I was like kind of bumming me out, you know, like even the new Batman movie was a PG-13. And I was yeah. like, well, so. Which they pushed, uh, I will say they pushed that Batman movie pretty hard for PG-13. I mean, of course, they could have gone a little they harder. They definitely but, did. Yeah. Well, I, I think they cut stuff. I think it was originally cut for an R rating. And then they right. like, last they last minute decided they had to cut like two minutes out or some shit to like make it a PG-13 yeah. film. Yeah, which it might yep. have even been just that Joker scene because of how, like, the one they released after, just because of how grotesque yeah. it was, they might have just had a few reviewers be like, oh, that's too much for kids or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, too disturbing for kids. But so, but uh, that was actually a perfect segue, you know, talking about, you know, the R ratings and stuff like that, because uh, my next bit of news is uh, Jamie Foxx is doing a vampire movie uh, called Day Shift, <laughs> and it's actually rated R for strong violence and gore. Have yep. you guys heard anything about this? And are you guys excited for it? I think it's going straight to Netflix, if I'm not mistaken, in August. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. That's the first I've heard of it. I'll have to check it out. You said it's called Day Shift? Yeah, real yes. quick. Real quick, here's uh, I'll give you the synopsis and the rest of the cast. It's uh, Fox stars as a hardworking blue collar dad who wants to provide a good life for his quick witted daughter. But his mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is front for his real source of income. Hunting and killing vampires as part of an international union of hunters. Well, that sounds actually pretty good. But yeah, uh, that does sound cool. Yeah, and yeah. it sounds like it's going to have some humor to it, too. So with the R rating and Jamie Foxx, I'm pretty stoked on this. But the rest of the cast is uh, Dave Franco, uh, Carla Souza. Megan Good, Natasha uh, Lee Bordizzo, I think, Oliver uh, Mascucci, Snoop Dogg, Steve Howey, <laughs> Scott Atkins, and Zion uh, Broadnax. And it's being directed by J.J. Perry, which I don't recognize that name. Doesn't mean he hasn't done anything. And then uh, uh, written by Tyler Tice and Shay Hatton. So I hope Snoop is like the tech guy that gives Jamie Foxx all the gear. Like, that's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> here's this new thing to kill vampires and it's just snoop yeah <laughs> yes. that'd be awesome <laughs> or or if he plays like a dracula type character you know where he's like the og like vampire yeah. that'd be cool too. like vampire in well, brooklyn but snoop uh, Dogg. <laughs> well wasn't uh wasn't there like a a horror movie that he was in tales from the hood or whatever snoop dog uh he was in bones bones yeah that's it yeah and uh it'd be cool if he like reprised that oh, <laughs> 
you know, as like that character. All the multiverse. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, the still shot from this looks awesome. You know, like it looks like it's going to be like a solid action, you know, based horror flick, which I think is cool. Yeah. And then it looks like it's this director's first direct, like it's his directorial debut. But um, it looks like he's more of like a stunt coordinator or whatever. And he's done stunts for like John Wick 3. He's done stunts for uh, the Expendables movies and stuff like that. So he did the John Wick movies. That has me even more excited because that shit was fucking awesome. So. Yeah. yeah. So this, at least the action is going to be cool. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, and I mean, Jamie Foxx is like, he's pretty good about having like a, a hand and making sure at least like he looks good yeah in a movie you know so his performance is always like good and i know he contributes to writing and shit like that so i imagine like with him starring in this the action will be good and uh i think he'll deliver i think it'll be cool oh, fuck yeah. what about you john you got anything else to say about this one before uh because i don't know much about it so i gotta i gotta like do some research on this, this is the first i'm hearing about it yeah but they have an august release i'm sure we'll get a trailer soon and being on netflix you know what i mean they like the uh might yeah. be a little after they get done marketing, you know, the f- premiere of Stranger Things some, coming out tomorrow. You know, they'll probably uh, definitely start chatting about this one a little bit more, or putting out, you know, other start promoting their uh, other le- releases coming out later this year and shit. So, sure. Or at least I hope so. Fucking yeah. every, everything they post right now is like recap of Stranger Things or, you know, Stranger Things <laughs> does this. So it's, so it's all like flooding, you know, their YouTube and well, shit. But well, of course, most, most people have Netflix because of Stranger Things. So I get it. Yeah. It's true. No, definitely. That's only the reason. Uh, I use my stepdads, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of it when the office left and then, uh, and that 70 show is gone. So like, which I can't, that's not on anything, but, but, um, so this next, uh, piece of, uh, news that I have is like my last headline, but if you guys have anything that you've wanted to discuss or anything, you know, afterwards, we'll, uh, you know, we can go over that stuff as well. But, um, I wish I would have seen this one sooner because I would have sent you guys the trailer. I didn't even watch the trailer myself. So uh, I had to watch it when I hop off of here. I didn't even read it yet. Um, the headline just caught me. It looks like it was posted yesterday. Uh, everything I've read, by the way, today has been from Bloody Disgusting. Uh, so, you know, shout out to them for all the sources. If you want to check any of my sources, just go to, you know, or any, on any of that stuff, you could just find all those headlines there pretty much. But um, 80s slasher inspired narrative horror game Homebody announced. So apparently uh, it's supposed to be a narrative driven psychological horror game. It's set to arrive for consoles and PCs via Epic uh, Games. Sorry, I'm trying to find more on it, like a synopsis type thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, the story for Homebody centers on Emily, who with her college buddies have gathered at a remote rental house to watch the proceed media shower. I, know, I guess it's a name they made up or something, <laughs> or I'm just not that smart. They, uh, they also take the opportunity to try and rekindle the bonds that they once had. But lingering feelings and social anxieties make things difficult. Of course, things go south once the power suddenly goes out as a mysterious killer picks them off one by one. If Emily can't find a way out, she'll be trapped in this nightmare forever. Along with evading the killer, Emily will have to solve puzzles and reconnect with her friends. The game's description alludes to the player having multiple attempts to escape the house with each attempt revealing more of the mystery around Emily's past. Homebody will also employ sophisticated AI, ensuring that no two encounters with the killers will be the same. You'll also be tracking your progress and make new connections with a dynamic in-game clue journal. And uh, no release date has been made at this time. But uh, how do you guys feel about that? And um, do you guys play a lot of horror games and stuff like that? Or well, yeah, I can I can be down with like a psychological thing that doesn't have a lot of kills. Like that makes me think of um, what was it, Resident Evil Biohazard, uh, yeah. the one that's like yeah. the, the one that's basically the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You don't do much like killing in that game. Like I think you kill like five things. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, if a game's just gonna be all like psychological and like puzzle solving and like having like tension scares and stuff like that or um what's that other game alien isolation you don't even fight, you, like you, you the whole point is to avoid the goddamn alien yeah and uh so i could be in for you know i, I mean obviously i'll need to see like a trailer i'll see need to see some gameplay footage but you yeah. know if it's uh if it's gonna be more psychological and like thought-provoking than just you know senseless <clears throat> senseless slaying like i could be into that yeah it looks like you're evading the killer while he's picking off your friends is what the storyline looks like so it looks like it is like that you know like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh what about you travis uh so i'm i don't play a lot of video games yeah i have nothing against them i I think they're sick i'm just not good at them so like historically i just steer clear of them but recently i did laura plays dead by daylight and she's like real deep into that and her and a guy i work with both play that and kind of got me hooked on it so i've been playing a ton of that game but like and i only i play as a survivor i never play as the killer i like the evasion process i like having to meet skill challenges and stuff like that so 
this game definitely sounds like something that kind of checks more boxes for me than not. Mm-hmm. If I am going to play like a, a video game at all, let alone a horror based game. But, uh, and like, you know, I, dude, I'm not like John. I don't need to see gameplay and stuff. Like, I'm such an idiot when it comes to this stuff. Like, I play Fortnite. That's like my game, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't care how shit looks. Like, I just want to like run around and like harvest shit. Hey, you can so, play thing now. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> be fucking shooting people down as rizza <laughs> i think it's cool though because like like you said epics involved with this and like being like a fortnite guy like i love their engine and yeah. it's like the gameplay that they've been able to develop has been like really really cool i imagine if they're going with like a game of this scale they'll probably have like cool soundtrack stuff because even with like fortnite they've started involving a lot of like modern artists into like you can like when you listen to the radio and the cars when you drive it it's like grand theft auto you have radio stations you can listen to but they use like current shit and they update it yeah so it's like i know for a while they had that band soft kill was on one of the radio stations so you could hear like bands that are out touring currently like yeah. getting kind of brought into the universe so i think like in a horror capacity you're gonna probably see some cool soundtrack stuff coming in and uh i like it i i'm, I'm interested in it i think it'll be cool oh yeah hopefully it'll be cheaper too you know being that it's like kind of just a quick little like a more evading game you know what i mean like uh, isolation yeah. came out a little cheaper i believe and then even evil dead recently just came out a little cheaper it was like 40 instead of yep. the normal 60 so but yeah oh, and that fucking evil dead game rules travis if you like dead by daylight just jump ship yeah. to evil De- jump ship to the evil dead game it's that it's basically dead by daylight but like all evil dead shit oh dude i'm in i'm gonna i'll seriously as soon as we're done with this i'll be downloading it yeah, my payday is tomorrow, oh. so I'll have it by uh, the weekend myself. So Hell yeah. But um, any more comments on this one before we uh, jump forward? No. Hell yeah. Well, uh, do you guys have any headlines or anything you guys wanted to discuss real quick before we move on? Or No, uh, well, one, I guess. Uh, apparently, at the Cannes Film Festival, people walked out during the Cronenberg film, which has me yes. fucking pumped for it now. Like, I'm super yes. stoked now. And it got a seven-minute <laughs> standing ovation afterwards. So that's just yeah. adds on top. So it's like the people that stayed and knew what they were getting into, like, loved it, which is awesome. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, but as, soon as, I heard people, as soon as I heard people were leaving, like almost throwing up, I'm like, yes, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, for this dude. Now. <laughs> Absolutely. I got real stoked on that. And there was one other one that came out of that, that Pete had a big walkout. Uh, I don't remember what the name of it was, but I watched the trailer for it. It was like a, I'm trying to think it's, it's a foreign film and it's about like a guy that's out like killing prostitutes. And it's like a serial killer thriller type thing. And apparently the violence against women was so offensive that people like fucking bailed and uh, the the trailer looks fucking great it looks like kind of like irreversible or something which like rough that movie, stuff to me is yeah, yeah a rough movie <laughs> real rough oh yeah one of those movies that'll be like uh it'll be epic but you just watch it once type thing like oh, i got this one. exactly <laughs> yeah i know exactly uh, what you mean that's a uh, just like that movie, uh, The Golden Glove. I love that movie, but it's brutal at fucking times. <laughs> yep. Did you guys see the trailer or like, I guess, the teaser for the new Predator? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm way into it. Same. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I was like, when I read it about it like a month or two ago, I was like, I don't know if this is going to suck or not. And uh, and then when I saw that teaser, I was like, yo, this looks really fucking good. Yeah. Now, the fact well, it's going to that. Go ahead, John. No, no, I like the fact that it's going like primitive with it. And yes, because if you think because all these people are like, oh, what the fuck? There's no like guns and technology and all that. I'm like, well, if you go back to the original Predator, he like all these tough guys with guns, they fucking get obliterated. It's not until he decides to go primitive. Does he even have like any results with it? So I'm into I'm into the idea of like being like the first Predator visit to Earth and having and and fighting people that only have like bow and arrows and like natural like traps and whatnot i'm way into it. And shit. <laughs> it, it looks yep. awesome i'm way into it yeah and then going to hulu you know they're not going to pull any punches with like gore and shit or at least hope not you know what i mean that's one thing right that, like going to the theaters they always try to make it you know all about the budget but i mean if it's going to a streaming service you know whoever wants to watch yeah. it can click play even if they're 12 you know what i mean so, <laughs> yep fuck yeah no i'm stoked on that one too but um any other uh, headlines before we move on to the uh, reviews and stuff like that? The only other headline that had me like really frisky lately was I read this today, actually. Uh, did you guys watch the movie Cube? Yeah. yeah. Or like any of the Cube movies? Apparently yeah. they're taking they're taking new pitches on like a Cube remake. 
And that's mm-hmm. interesting to me because I like those movies. Uh, it'll probably suck though. I fucking or hate go remakes. nowhere. I, yeah. I, I, I love, I'm a notorious like hater of remakes, and I've said on record that I would trade all the good remakes, including the thing, to have no remakes at all. Like, um, yeah. um, so the idea of doing a, a cube, the cube worked because it was low budget. Like I was just listening, yep. to, I was listening to a, um, another podcast talk about the cube recently and how like, it was this film that no one ever heard about. It was, it sat in the, uh, like the blockbuster and everyone's like, what the fuck is this movie? And everyone I know rented that movie out of pure curiosity of what that cover yep. was. Yeah. And yeah. The mouth thing. So, and it was low budget. I think it, I've, I feel like it still works. I think someone could watch Cube now and, and still get the same effects that we did. Some of the stuff is a little dated in looks, but it, it, I mean, there's really nothing to it. It's 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 right. one, yeah. one in like two different rooms, and that was it. So I feel like tampering with that and trying to do a remake, especially of the original one, is it, it right. can't do that. Like that was uh, lightning in a bottle for that one film, and I feel like you can't it, like trying to. I would rather them expand on it. I don't know if I want them to go like the hypercube stuff that was kind of a little too much for me maybe the the bridge between cube and hypercube right you know, find that find that niche in in the middle explore maybe that company that like created the damn thing a little bit more i don't i don't necessarily right. make of cube yeah yeah i mean that's how i feel about it because i uh, like i feel like with hypercube and cube zero it got away from what i loved about cube yeah you know and i remember like like you said it's like my dad came home with that movie and was like, I don't even know what this is. And it was just like, you want to watch it? Yep. And we watched it. We were both like, this is fucking great. Yeah. And it, that's all it needed to be, you know? And it's like, they kind of went off in a direction that I didn't care about as they moved on. So a remake, I think you lose everything that made that movie special. Yeah. And I think there's elements there that you could, I mean, fuck dude, you could just make another movie and not make it as crazy as Hypercube or Cube Zero, and it would be fine. I don't think you even have to like get real inventive. You could just make like a fucking mediocre movie, and it would be fine. Yeah, like just a different group of people in there, you know, for different reasons type thing. Like, yeah, I mean, but then you get into like the Saw territory of like every Saw movie is just kind of the same shit. You yeah. know, it's like copy and paste. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but I saw that and being a fan of Cube, I was like, oh shit, uh, I don't know how this makes me feel yet. I only have one bone to pick with Cube, and that's the Ren dies first. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. Fair enough. <laughs> no, that's one that uh, my thing is, is like a lot of times they, you know, they remake these movies and for the longest time I like uh, hated straight up remakes, you know, of things or, you know, where they're like very close but now that I've uh, started to work with teenagers and I realize a lot of these kids do not watch fucking movies before they were born or even like when they were yeah. teenagers, I'm like, uh, sometimes I'm like, damn, maybe they do need a movie that's just like super close, but not like crazy close. You know what I mean? Like, so that's where that's where I'm like, maybe if they did just like another cube and it was uh, like different group of people, but like kind of the same events type thing or, you know, uh, it would or something, you know, like you guys were talking about, like an extension of it. At least it would introduce the audience back to. The, you know they, right. they would be like oh what's this now i need to watch the original and shit so uh that's the one good thing about it is it would introduce the kids in some way i just hate when they flat out remake it because then they don't feel like they need to watch the original and then it's like well you just took like if they watch it and it's shit then it's like they're never going to watch the original especially you know what i mean stuff like right. that so but yeah. uh, i'm also like why not just remaster the motherfucker and then promote it and like the fuck out of it and put it back in theaters that's, what, that's true what I'm for. yeah yeah i'm for that too they need to do more of that. This year, the thing's coming back for 40 years, so I'm hoping to catch it somewhere. So even though I can watch it at my theater anytime, I still like to see it with like an actual crowd of people, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Uh, I do have one last headline that uh, real quick that we can discuss, and it shouldn't be too long. And then as far as re- reviews, we're just going to go around and like uh, talk about some movies we've watched recently and shit. We're not going to actually like go through like a big list of movies or nothing. But um, just because, you know, I can't guarantee that you guys seen and everything I've seen and vice versa. But uh, so the right. last little news headline, though, is actually just quick. But did you guys see that they're making a series of Twisted Metal for, I believe it's Netflix, and it's starring Anthony Mackie? I think Neff Campbell's even in that, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm curious to how they pull that off and how they make a story <laughs> out of a bunch of, you know, lunatics driving demolition derby stuff like it'll be. Uh, I'm seeing how, I want to see how they can what they can do with that. Like, I, I'm, I love those games. That was like one of the first games I bought for PlayStation. 
Um, so I'm like, there's a, the, the child in me is definitely stoked to see something with that, but yeah. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need a little bit more than just like, Oh, we're making this movie. Like I need to know what the hell it's about. Well, apparently <laughs> I think it's supposed to be more dystopian, like uh, Mad Max is what they were saying. And oh, um, okay. they said that, I think if I'm not mistaken, Anthony Mackie's the good guy and he's supposed to be delivering something like across the like w- wasteland or whatever. And, and he um, runs into all that shit. That's awesome. All right. I'm yeah. into that. So I believe it's something like that. And of course, there's like a big person. There's a big person playing a villain, uh, too. I'll look up some more information while, you know, uh, Travis talks about what he thinks about it and stuff. But uh, no, that, uh, that's what I uh, definitely remember is that it's Mad Max-ish and that he's the protagonist and like delivering something. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited about it. I mean, like, same as John, like that was like one of the first games I ever owned for PlayStation. I even when I bought my PlayStation 4, there was like a, you could download twisted metal black oh, yeah. is one of the later games and i i downloaded the shit out of that so that was just like a, a series of games that i really enjoyed because i mean i'm also like like i said i was just off seeing fucking mad max movies all weekend yeah. that type of thing is really interesting to me and like really gets me going like death race and all those types of movies are sick so i want to see like what they're able to do with this I mean, there was, like, some storyline to each of the characters. Like, I remember if you played through, like, every character, it kind of blocked off their story or whatever. But I don't know how that translates cohesively into a TV series. Yeah. But, I mean, more than anything, I just want to see, like, the fucking insane-looking cars. I want to see, like... I mean, like, who doesn't want to see Sweet Tooth? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what, like, every whether you love that character or not, you still want to be like, I want to fucking see that shit. How are yeah. you going to do that? Is that character even going to exist? Or are they going to just, like, not, you know? So I don't know. I think I, I'm excited for it. I don't have high hopes for it, but, like, I'm excited regardless. So my hopes just went up even more a little bit, actually. So this is why okay. I'm, I'm going to read you this. But I do agree with what you're saying. But this is why my hopes actually went up is because of who I just saw that the the writer is so the other roles is it's gonna have uh nev campbell in it as well but it's also starring uh stephanie beatrice which i don't quite recognize her but then thomas hayden church but his role is undisclosed so far but i think he's playing uh the villain which uh so this is probably sweet sweet tooth well actually no yeah sweet tooth's probably not the main villain he's probably just a no he's probably he might be the first like lunatic that he runs into that would be my guess wasn't in like the storyline in one of them, like maybe Twisted Metal 2. Wasn't like Calypso was like the main fucking guy, and like Sweet Tooth was like a henchman. And so there was were tears to the villains in that, if I remember. I don't know. It's been 20 yeah, years since I played it. Yeah, it's probably been 20 years for me too. Yeah, I thought there was like I, was a, I thought there, I thought there was a main villain in Twisted Metal. Like after you like beat yeah. all the stage after you beat all the stages, there was like a character you couldn't play as that like yes. showed up and like would fuck you up because it was always like way too like advanced. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's been so long since there's even been a twisted metal game that it's hard to remember that shit because you know they haven't done yeah. one. And so like I'd even love a new game, you know. Hopefully one comes out of this oh, dude. hype for this movie. So I would love a new game. Cause I'll tell you what, video games have just gone so far beyond where they were when those games came out yeah. that even when I downloaded Twisted Metal Black. There's nothing intuitive to the gameplay. So, like, I've gotten so used to playing things like Dead by Daylight or playing Fortnite or playing, like, any modern game. Like, even, like, Tony Hawk, they adapted to where it's, like, pretty intuitive. Yeah. So, like, you know, you can play it and it feels normal. Dude, trying to play Twisted Metal is, like, fucking impossible. I'm like, how did I ever play this fucking game, dude? Like, (laughs) I, I seriously couldn't figure it out. I quit. I like die. I couldn't get past the first level. I was like, I beat this game at one point. And now it's like so difficult for me to play that. I feel like I'm like a hundred years old. It's horrible. <laughs> now I feel you on that shit, but no, uh, real quick, I'll give you the, uh, the full synopsis, but I do want to comment that that's kind of how I felt playing Spyro, the remaster of Spyro. Like, I don't know why, but I struggled yeah. extra hard with that. And I'm like, as a kid, I shit it on this game. How is it hard as an adult? But, uh, <laughs> So uh, this is the full uh, synopsis, but uh, and I'm actually excited because I'm not familiar with anything else this writer's done, but it's the writer from Cobra Kai. 
And I'm like, the way they handled Cobra cool. Kai was just like very, I feel like done very well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, says from Cobra Kai writer Michael Jonathan Smith and based on the original take on an original take by uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick. Twisted Metal is a half hour action comedy about a motor mouth outsider, which is Anthony Mackie, offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across some post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, which is that Stephanie Beatrice actress, uh, he'll face a savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar all ice cream truck. So we're guaranteed to have oh, sweet tooth, yes. and it's only going to be like 30 minutes, so hopefully like most of the episodes are just like car shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Like very right. little push to get it going and then just car shit. <laughs> yep. But Will Arnett is going to direct some episodes. That's kind of cool. So it's going to be hilarious then. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and it's on Peacock. So, you know, like they can do whatever they want yeah. with it. So, but uh, hell yeah. But um, anything uh, y'all want to say about that before we move on to talking about what we've seen recently? No, I'm yeah. good. Oh, yeah. So pretty much what we're going to do is the same thing we did just then with like, uh, uh, you know, how we did with like, uh, do you know any headlines and stuff? But uh, we'll start with you, John, you know, being the guest and then we'll go to Travis and then I'll say one. But we'll just go one at a time and just say like a movie we've seen recently, like mostly newer movies. But if you've seen something for the first time recently that really caught your eye, if you want to shout that out, you're more than welcome to as well. But um. You know, after, of course, like, like, John, once you say the movie, of course, then we'll go ahead and give our comments on that movie. You know what I mean? And then vice versa and shit like that. Like, uh, but once you say the movie, go ahead and give your comments on it first. And then we'll give, you know, then we'll go around in a circle or try gotcha. or whatever. So, but uh, so uh, what's uh, something that you've seen recently? I've seen two, but the first one I'll start with is probably the one you both have seen, or I hope you both have seen at this point, is The Sadness, um, which okay. is, which was a fucking insane movie. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know much about it. I had some friends like hyping it up and they're like, dude, you got to watch it. It's on shutter. Susan drops. Like I had some friends that got to see it at a uh, film fest. Like they did like a digital film fest, like earlier in the year, or maybe it was like late last year. Yeah. And they were like, when this movie fucking comes out, you have to see it. It's, it's crazy. And, but they never told me anything about it. And then like, as I'm like firing up shutter, I'm like looking on the internet and it's like, oh, this is inspired by crossed like the cross comics. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, if this is anything like crossed, I'm in for like the craziest 90 minutes of my life. Yeah. And and I was that movie was fucking nuts. And it it really other than like the rash um that the characters in the cross comics get it basically is a cross type like uh virus that turns these people into like lunatics. Yeah. Yeah. But that movie was nuts cool. and I, I highly recommend everyone watch it because it's just balls to the wall crazy. Fuck yes, I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one, Travis? Dude, I haven't. I didn't even Fuck. know anything of fucking about this. I'm like actually real fucking hyped on it right now. And I'm like, I feel I feel kind of left out that I, I, I missed this one. Damn, we yeah, it's, it, it's a Shudder exclusive, so you have to watch it on Shudder. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, fine. I'll it's, watch it tonight. It's, uh, I think it's Korean. I don't want to like misplace the the country but i think sure. it's Korean, and it's, it's based weird. on the, it's based on the garth and it's like it, it was inspired by the garth and his cross comics which just yeah. is a virus that turns everyone into like homicidal like lunatics and yeah. um it like nail it like everything with like i said with the exception of that weird like rash that they have in the comics like everything about the way that the characters are is exactly the way the cross comics like play out and like there's, awesome. some, there's some like insanity that happens and some of the shit that they say when they're like fucked up, when they're like, or they have the virus or whatever. I'm just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, cool. a, it's a, it's a wild ride. Like I highly recommend it. Awesome. No, Definitely checking that out. It's a uh, fucking sick. And uh, again, I won't spoil anything, but I just want to add, uh, that's one that I saw the red band trailer for it. Like, back around november or so and back then like it was just they were promoting it because it was going to be like you said at those festivals and shit and i was like god damn it like i want to see this thing it's so like i was fiending for that thing and finally when it came out it like delivered i'm not gonna lie and uh i gotta say that uh from the first like act of violence i was fucking like yeah like yelling at the yeah. screen like stoked and um it's got a good runtime like it doesn't overstay its welcome as well and uh uh, there was something else I was going to add. Oh, no, I was just going to add the fact that it's kind of weirdly made because it's like you said, I think it's like Japanese or uh, Korean or but uh, it's actually made by like a Spanish filmmaker that like made it over there for whatever reason. So because his name's like Rob Jabaz. Yeah. I think he's like Spanish Canadian. It's very weird. He's like not from where he made the film, but uh, I think it worked in its favor the way that the film is made, you know, just because of the way that the cities are built over there and stuff like that. So. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, any more comments? Oh, it's, you guys it's, it's to correct to, to just to clarify, it's Taiwanese. Taiwanese. Oh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was Taiwan. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure what he cool. like exactly he is or whatever, but I know he's like, I think he's just 
uh you know spanish or whatever and made it over there so it's like but hey it's just like people making a shit ton like uh i had uh i was interviewing james uh marandini who directed slc punk earlier today and he right. did like a couple horror movies and one of them that he did he did over in um argentinian and we were talking about how our argentinian in argentina and we were talking about how uh like there's actually like a big ass horror scene down there and like Stuart gordon was going down there and making some movies and even like ryan usina made you know beyond reanimator down there and stuff so it's just some places just have the tax breaks and the, they'll give you the money and shit so like you know like people going yeah. to canada making movies and stuff so it's uh it's like people coming to pittsburgh man yeah but uh i think that's pretty much uh and then like same thing with wilmington north carolina they started doing the same thing like around covid because they were trying to make you know money in the in the time of you know the economy and shit being in question or whatever but not uh it's pretty cool to uh you know to see the places like that take care of you know like even american filmmakers coming over there and making shit you know what i mean you know or spanish or whatever so but um what about uh uh you travis what's something you've seen recently uh i'm i've been slacking on like horror films i've just been kind of like digging back into my favorites but oh, the yeah. one new one i did see was the uh that firestarter remake and uh i hated it Same i made it i made, I made it i made it 20 minutes and i turned it off really it was, I, I, was the first 20 minutes <laughs> yeah well that like well, i got yeah. through yeah it was, i just didn't care after that yeah dude i uh i i didn't like it i actually think i i texted tim about this i i fucking hated it i suffered through the whole thing <laughs> And uh, I mean, Laura got up and left and did other shit and kept coming back. And she's like, why are you still watching this? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just kept going. But uh, it, it kind of bummed me out. And I think that's why I went back into like some feel good favorites recently, because I was just like, I'm, I'm going to wait for stuff I actually care about. Yeah. You want to comment on this one, uh, John, before I... No, I just thought it was bad. The thing about Firestar is weird. Like, I'm a diehard Stephen King. I have a fucking Dark Tower tattoo, like on me. Like, yeah. um, like I, I, I'm a car carrying member of the church, you know, of, of Mr. King. But yeah. the Firestarter was always like a weird book. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, I thought it was decent. Um, blew through it like years ago when I was like a teenager. The first movie with Drew Barrymore is good enough, like to once in a blue moon go back and watch it. I right. have no idea why they chose that to be the movie to like remake, and especially since he has. They've been killing it recently with Stephen King adaptations. Like, why yep. did we not take? Why don't we take a, a something that hasn't been done yet and invest time and money into that? Like, I would love to see uh, a more recent one, The Institute, be made. Like, why do oh, we no. go back and do? Why do we go back and do Firestarter when the first movie was like? It, I I don't know. Like, Firestarter seems like to be one of those like mid tier Stephen King books and movies. Like, I don't even know why we bothered with it. Yeah. I will say, yeah. I will say, I will, I will say when I watched the first trailer and I saw Zach Efron in it, I was kind of intrigued because like, I don't know if I like, like, I, I like Efron as a person. I watched that show that he did that documentary he did where he went and ate all the food with um, yeah. that weird philanthropist. Um, and I gained a respect for him as a human being, but um, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about him as a, an actor. And I thought that fire doing something like Firestarter might've been like okay we can take him serious now like he's playing a dad like the concerned dad right. you know whatnot and um yeah i don't know i only made it like 20 25 minutes in and, and i don't turn movies off i suffer and i was just like i don't care and i just turned it off and went and did right. something else yeah no i think uh honestly thought that he was the only one that really fit his role to be honest with you i feel like that's one of the yeah. things i didn't like about the movie is the rest of the cast felt like a tv cast like he's the only one that felt like an actor that deserved to be in, like, I'm not trying to knock anybody's shit, like saying they don't deserve to be in movies, but uh, he's just like the only one that seems like he's a veteran of movies. Like uh, even Kurtwood Smith just seemed like out of place. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's yeah. the last thing Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. And um, so it's just like, uh, I don't know, the lady that they cast as like the main villain just kind of fell flat for me. The, uh, you know, the guy that had the same role as George C. Scott, like that role fell flat for me, you know, cause he just wasn't, I don't know. He just run me as like a, who the fuck is this guy type thing, even though like it didn't really matter. But now it was one of those movies that uh, at first I was really intrigued. I was like, Oh, this might get somewhere like good because you know, like the opening credits were kind of a little disturbing, you know, talking to him about, you know, like showing them like test on them and shit. And I was like, Oh, this might get violent. You know, it's rated R and uh, it's really just rated R cause they dropped the word fucking it like 20 times or whatever for no reason. And um. <laughs> Or not even 20 times, like maybe five times. But uh, nah, after about the first 30 minutes were pretty decent, except for the one scene where they fucking I'm so sick of movies doing this stupid shit where like kids get bullied in front of teachers and teachers are like, don't run away. 
like instead of being like hey shut up you little shit or like hey you know obviously yeah. they're not gonna call them little shits yeah. but you're supposed to shut down bullying like sure you should call them little shits yeah like <laughs> the girl's running out of the room like you know when she goes into the thing i don't know if you made it this far but when she goes out yep. to like do the first blow up or whatever like the kid is literally yelling at her she's running out of the room like bye loser or something like that and like the teacher's just like follows her out doesn't say anything i'm like you just watched her get bullied and everything and didn't do shit. It's just, I don't know. That was, yeah. uh, honestly didn't make it through the Chucky series because of the same exact shit. I couldn't make it past the second episode. Cause there was like public bullying that I'm like, if this shit was private, like I could deal with it, but it's like so public that I'm like, these adults would not let this shit just happen or else like, especially 20 adults watching, you know what I mean? So right. uh, it was just like little shit like that immediately. Let me know that the story was going to go somewhere that I didn't like it. And then the end of it really just fell into like a fucking, I don't know. It was really just like uh, watching it just to get through it type thing. Yeah. And like, I, I agree with John. I just think that like there there's like, like I was stoked when they did the it movies. I thought that that like was cool. Cause it kind of did that story to me more justice than like, and I love Tim Curry, you know, yeah. like I talk all the time about how that has like a soft spot in my heart, but like the movie, the original kind of fucking sucks. It's very clunky and it's just like not as scary as it should have been. And I thought that they did a better job with that. And riding that hype, I think that they've dug into some of the, his Stephen King's work that like almost doesn't, they should have, they should just leave it alone. Like instead of getting in, because like Firestarter for me, even the, the Drew Barrymore film was like kind of a dud. It just was like, I was like, ah, it's, it's fine enough, but like I don't, it doesn't grip me. Yeah. And so for them to even take that story and do it again, I was like, I don't see how they're taking that and making it cooler than the original, like they did with something like it, but like the, it really fell flat. I mean, I felt like it, it moved that story backwards yeah. in my book. Like, I just was kind of like, man, this is really bad. Like, why did they ever make any of these? So yeah. I don't know. Anything else to add before I shout out a movie that I've seen recently? Yeah. So uh, the one that I actually was going to shout out uh, just to give you guys another opportunity, like something newer, you know, um, was I watched that movie Braid that, you know, you brought up Travis on the live show. Finally, yeah. I fucking really enjoyed that. Um, I actually really enjoy. I wish they would have called it actually the, the I guess it was released uh, with another name called Dying to Play. But um, and this came out back out in like 2018 or whatever, you know, directed by yeah. Missy Perron. But um, no, this movie was pretty good. Have you seen this one, John? I never even heard of it until you like mentioned it in that little group chat that the yeah yeah so I haven't I haven't even seen it yet. No, it's pretty good. It's on uh, Peacock, but pretty much it's about these two girls that um you know they have a deal gone wrong with some drugs and uh, they have to go you know find somewhere to escape. So they go back to their own you know their old home where they grew up with this uh, third girl. But this third girl has you know had an accident and pretty much it leads to a game of imaginary. Um, but just think about that and like the concept of like, I don't want to go further than that because like, that's pretty much where like you start to like get into like the bones of the movie, but, uh, really it's like very, uh, kind of twisty and turny and stuff like that. And it's, uh, but it gets very violent and shit and it's got like a very like dark humor to it. And it's just, uh, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, one of those movies that yeah. I think the only complaint I do have about it is it's got like a very, uh, hyper stylized editing to it and it overdoes right. it up sometimes, but, uh, that's only, it's only like, I like it for the effect of the movie there's just certain times where i'm like oh that could have just been like you could have just taken that whole part out like it show like a right. girl like walking down the hallway like super fast type thing and i'm like they could have just done that at normal speed honestly and stretched the movie out 30 seconds you know what i mean so um yeah. but other than that i really enjoyed it it's got a good like soundtrack and everything and uh great actresses like in the main three roles and um yeah it really gripped me for sure and what's that on? yeah peacock okay I'll, I'll i will give it a whirl oh yeah Especially just because it's like uh, it definitely went under the radar for sure. Like I thought it came out just last year, but it was 2018. But. Yeah. But also, too, it's like a good segue into like the new movie that she's doing. Like yeah. that's part of why I got like excited for that movie with uh, what's her name. But uh, so like I, I think it's going to be cool. It has me like hopeful about like the, her future endeavors, because I think that Braid was really a great starting point for yeah. anybody's career. You know? Oh, yeah. No, I agree 100%. That's one thing I definitely enjoyed about it was, uh, you know, or like uh, gives it extra points as being like a directorial debut. I'm like the fact that she got to make this movie, you know what I mean? And like made it yeah. uh, like and obviously she got to make it like in her style. So I don't know who produced it or whatever or what company put it I out. Think, I can't remember. But I think she's part of like uh, like a female run. And I, this might not be 100% accurate, but I watched some interviews with her and 
other members of like they own their own production company and they're all it's it's all like uh women making these types of movies and being able to basically like fund their own shit and do their own shit and i like that because it's like you know they get to create their own voice in that and that's fucking really cool to me and it pays off dividends because that movie is fucking amazing yeah so i mean give me more of that all day oh yeah i wonder if her and julia uh do Cornell or whatever work together you know the one that did uh like titan and raw and shit yeah yeah because i know this movie is like technically like foreign or something but it's like it's all in english language but i think it was shot like somewhere else like italy or something right. like you know like foreign in that yeah. way like uh yes like an english-speaking country but um, yeah oh yeah but uh no definitely we, we both recommend checking this one out for sure and it's not too too long of a runtime either i think it's, it's at like an hour and 30 hour 40 or something like that so. yeah yeah Right. It's, pretty, it's pretty yeah i think it's like an hour 32 or something it's pretty yeah. runs quick oh, yeah. i feel like every movie i see now is like three hours so i'll take an hour and a half movie yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i definitely agree there like Mar- marvel's like yeah we can make three hour movies now i'm like great everyone's gonna make three hour movies now yeah yep <laughs> now, that's one thing Absolutely. i did like about uh like at least like snyder's justice league coming out it's like we're gonna put it on hbo max and in parts so you can watch it like in parts like that's what they need yes. to do if, if you're gonna make anything over two hours or two and a half hours like give it to me in parts yeah yeah 100 percent. well that was like I, I i screwed up on that like because it was like you know they released the one uh justice league movie and it was like filmed in parts but i just sat down and like watched all three and a half hours of it and by the end of it, I was like, I hate this fucking movie. And somebody was like, you should have watched it in the parts. Like it was sequenced in a way that you can like take a break from it. Yeah. And when I went back and watched it that way, my brain digested it differently. And I was like, oh, that was actually really good. Yeah, it's not so you draining. So, shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel you. But uh, so uh, what about uh, you, John? What was the uh, second movie that you said you saw? I saw that movie. We're all going to the World's Fair. Oh, fuck. Guys, I, oh yeah i've heard of it but I, and i really wanted to see it but i was like uh so, i was a little worried that it might not quite be so it's a weird movie um it's not i don't know how or why it got lumped into the horror category because it's not really that hard i mean i see why it's hard but like it's it's a soft in in that regards um it's like strange not really scary type thing yeah it's more of like um instead of it being like terrifying and like uh what's that movie um like host yeah. like oh because it all takes place on on her computer it's like all her through her computer screen i thought it was gonna be like another host especially since it covers her with like all this face paint on it but it has more like commentary about how like the internet is awful in a whole that's cool like, when you watch it it's not really it's not really like you, you, there's a few creepy parts so you're like oh shit like and you'll definitely have that that tension but when the movie's over you'll be like oh this was really talking about how the internet fucking sucks yeah and here and here's why so i'm not going to spoil it for you because i think it's i think it's worth watching it's um it's not going to be your favorite film um it's it's falling kind of low on my my list right now like well it's actually it's more or less in like the middle of like all the movies i've seen of the year but i thought it was i thought i think it's interesting enough that i think that horror fans especially ones that like to think a little bit i think it's worth watching um if you just want like mindless killing or anything like that then obviously just skip right over it because yeah it's not there's not any of that so but i i thought it was uh i thought it was solid and then um i'm telling people to watch it but i'm only telling certain people to watch it like you have to be right you have to be genre fans to watch it i wouldn't just tell like someone that's like yeah i love saw movies and i go see all the saw movies well they're good they would hate they would absolutely hate this movie so yeah but yeah I'll go to World's Fair is the other like new movie that I caught that I think it was worth mentioning. Fuck you. Cool. No, I'll definitely check that out for sure. Did you watch it streaming somewhere or did you pay to like rent it on VOD? Because that's where I saw it, it was you had to pay to rent, but I still don't Yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. I think I, I paid to rent it because it was yeah. it got like it started like popping up on like a lot of like uh stuff that I was reading on Twitter and it kept people kept talking about it. And then I saw that I got like a few awards on like independent film fest. Yeah. And it just and the, and that cover art just kept like staring at me, and I was like fine fucking i'm gonna watch it so i paid like the three dot three dollars or whatever the hell it costs to, like, yeah right it. And, it, yeah. And, it, and and i'm not mad that i paid for it or anything like that so it, it was it was decent enough oh yeah cool i'll definitely check that out uh yeah about, dude it's on the docket what about you travis you got uh, another movie that you watched or anything i know you said you kind of been uh just watching favorites recently yeah Channel man I, i've just kind of been back into small i mean I, I was watching like nicholas cage movies you know yeah. actually 
I spiraled because, and it's not horror at all, but I went and saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. Fucking rule, dude. I fucking it was so fucking good. And like I've discussed this multiple times, but we are a household that like treats Nicolas Cage like he's a fucking god. So like (laughs) like we have like multiple Nicolas Cage blankets. Like our house is a shrine to this fucking guy. (laughs) And uh so we went and saw that and it was awesome. And I, I recommend it to fucking anybody, even if you don't like Nicolas Cage, it's a great movie yeah. and it's really well done, but it sent Laura and I kind of like down the rabbit hole of watching like everything he's done. And there's a movie, uh, I forget what it's called now, but I did watch it on YouTube that he s- steals a line from in unbearable weight of massive talent it's like a horror movie where it's like uh the guy's turning into a it's like an old black and white film where the guy's turning into like a werewolf and uh the part where he says you know tell him nikki smooch is good you know smooch is real good that line was like an adaptation of this line from this fucking wacky weird black and white horror film yeah, and it was fuck. It was really bad. It was like one of the worst things I've ever watched. But it wasn't Captain Doctor that Caligari, kind of, was it? No, I don't think it was. Because that's the movie he like references in the movie. Remember when he's talking about making his daughter? Yes. Watch yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so yeah. So I've just been watching a lot of Nicolas Cage movies, and uh, you know, Mad Max. That's been my life lately. <laughs> fuck yeah. Now I'm jealous of that <laughs> shit. The seeing Mad Max at the Mahoning and shit. That's awesome, dude. It was awesome. I mean, I love the Mahoning. I've only been out a couple of times. I know John has been out way more, but yeah, like, I, yeah, I go a few times a season. Super bummer. Yeah, dude. My goal is to go this I, year I'm for trying, the first time. <laughs> dude, I'm trying to make it out there more because it's kind of like a, a mecca. You know, I love the movies that they film. I know they're doing like the Toxic Avenger thing with like Lloyd Kaufman coming up. And I was like, I'm really torn about whether or not I'm going to break off the time to go check sure. that. Trauma Fest is Trauma Fest is a wild time, but you like you have to be like you have to be a trauma head like, okay. like right. because because if you hate if you're like oh I like one or two trauma films like it's yeah. not the fest, it's not the fest for you but if you're like if you accept trauma for what it is and like dig yeah, trauma yeah. films like it's totally worth going because it's crazy because all those it's all those niche people that go there like people right. dress up yeah with Lloyd's there all the time he always brings like a guy there's always a guy in a Sergeant Kabuki man costume there's always <laughs> a uh, toxic avenger costume that you can take take photos with they have like all they set up like an area for like to have like a stage photo where you can have like your you can do your own photo op it, it's a it's a it's a very unique thing and, and it's definitely if you're into trauma it's totally worth going there at least for one right. of the days yeah, I'm, right. I don't have to camp out the whole weekend that might be too much that's a lot of trauma yeah. one person yeah. but like um for one day like trauma fest is definitely worth it that's cool it it actually, seems like I, I would say any of their fests are worth it. Zombie Fest is good. Camp I was gonna say Fest. that's this weekend. I wish I was there right now. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. To be there. yeah, yeah. It's 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 a cool, it's a great place, man. I, I think it's fucking really sick, and I wish there was shit like that out here. I'm I'm real envious of people that are within an hour or two of that place. Yeah, for nice. sure. But solid eight for me, I think, or seven. So. <laughs> <That's laughs> I want to definitely pick a fest and go. I want to try to go to Zombie Fest if it wasn't Memorial Day weekend. But like you know, working at a theater myself, we're about to kick get our asses kicked with Top Gun. So especially living in uh, oh yeah, Redneck, North Carolina. <laughs> that 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 drops that dropped tonight, right? Then uh, Top Gun was tonight, right? Yeah, we did a uh, like one early showing on Tuesday, and it like pretty much sold out. It had like six tickets left, and a lot of that's people that just refuse to like pick the seats in between. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Plus, uh, people are stupid sometimes and won't pick the handicap seats. And I'm like, if they're not taken, take them. Like, it's just, you know, seats left. For yeah, right. At that point. But plus, it's not like the handicap seats. Like, there's still spaces for, like, wheelchair stuff. So if somebody came in with a wheelchair, they'd still be able to come. You know what I mean? Like, so it's yeah. not like you're fully right. taking it from somebody. But so uh, pretty much the next movie I was going to bring up. And this is, like, the last one I saw as well. There was a couple that I had on the docket that I really wanted to try to watch so we could talk about. Like, uh, uh, Black Glasses is dropping a few places. Uh, I've been trying to watch <laughs> Black Glasses, you know, the new Argento movie. So I can talk about that a little bit. But I just didn't feel like subtitles this past week to be honest with you being sick and everything and then um i also wanted to watch that movie hatching which is also subtitles but i was a little bit more like thrilled to watch it because i had you know like that i would have paid for on vod and it would have been just easy like more accessible so i was like trying to watch that as well but again like the subtitles just had me like uh i don't know if i want to pay attention and like you know just like i don't know so i just uh didn't get to those two but those are two on my watch list but the one i did actually get around to watching was uh you won't be alone have y'all seen that yet uh yeah you said oh, wait, 
No, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, it's got the girl from Lamb in it, and it's uh, it's like yes. a, that's a foreign film as well. Which you know, I just said I didn't want to watch foreign films, but uh, I didn't expect this to be so uh, artsy, if that makes sense. So like, I ended sure. up, I really enjoyed it. It felt like a uh, like it's not something I'd probably ever watch again, just because it did drag so much at times. But it wasn't in a bad way. It was just in a very artsy way. You know what I mean? Like, um, there was just times where it's like waiting for stuff to happen and really it was just going through the motions but it made sense to the, the film and a lot of the dialogue is also narration too so it's you know it's not like you know it's just a lot of listening and stuff so uh it's a very good film uh, and it's also listening to people you can't understand so it's like fucking it's not it's like it makes it even worse but uh i really enjoyed the film i love the look of you know like it's not spoiling anything because if you read the fucking thing you, uh, like in the first five minutes you realize it's about like you know a witch or whatever but the old maid yep. uh old maid whatever her face the like old witch like i love the look of her i love the look of like just like the nails that would like show like you know the witchdom or whatever i love the like witches spit yep. whole thing like i don't know the whole uh lore of the movie was fucking amazing i just don't know if i'd watch like i'd watch another movie like i'd watch a sequel but i uh, i don't know if i'd watch that again just because it was like very right but what y'all think about it? I love learning folklore from other countries and like ancient cultures of those countries and to find out that this, and this was like a, so apparently this movie is like old Macedonian. It's in a dead, like the language that they speak in this film is a dead language. No one even speaks it anymore. Yeah. So Um, nobody's listening to it and understanding it. Yeah. I thought like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, and I love slow paced movies. Like the witch is like my favorite film in the last like 10 years. Um, uh, So I'm I'm all for slow burn films. This one might have been a little too slow for the payoff. Yeah. But I thought I thought that the I love the story. I love the look. Like I love the evolution of the character and like how this plot goes along. Um and then once the like uh the and I won't spoil it. Uh, Travis, have you seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Okay, then, then then yeah, so then when the ending like happens mm-hmm. and you get this reveal like that this is almost like a like a love story in, in a way that it's I was like, I was like, okay, like th- that was awesome. Like I really yeah. liked it, but like I can see why. And there's people in the theater with me that when it was over, they left. They were like, that was it. Like, what the fuck was that? Like they yeah. didn't like pay attention. That I think they wanted more. Um, I think advertising can fuck movies up. And yeah. I think right. this was, I think this was advertised to be like the scariest film since The Witch. Like that's how they like pitched it. And yeah, if you if, if they're saying that, like that's it was the wrong because it, it wasn't necessarily scary. Yeah, but uh there were some scary elements but the movie itself didn't i wasn't like oh man like i'm you know this is this is a high tension moment right no i i really enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was it's very unique especially yeah. since it's from a culture that's dead and, a, and in a language it's dead so yeah I, and i also like have a sweet spot for Mimi rapace so you know i was i was <laughs> was really into the film so um okay. I, I, I i've been trying to recommend it but this is like another one like the world's fair where i'm like I'm only recommending this to certain people. Yeah. If you like, basically, if you don't like A24 films, don't watch this movie. Like, if you're an A24 person, and it wasn't even on A24, I'm like, then you know, that's who, that's who I'm recommending it to. I'm like, what did you? Yeah. And I, I usually ask, I'm like, what'd you think of this movie? Oh, okay. and then watch it. Then watch this one. <laughs> Fuck you. You have any, uh, anything to add, Travis? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I can only concur with what you guys have said. I mean, so I was like one of those people that like when the witch came out the first time i watched it i was like this sucks i really i didn't get it i was like kind of just like but laura loved it like that was like her wheelhouse like she loves movies like that and she was like that was the best movie i've ever seen and i was like i don't know and she made me go back and watch it again and when i watched it again it was not through like the lens of the marketing i wasn't like waiting for it to be scary i wasn't waiting for it to like kind of build this tension i just kind of like absorbed it for what it was and i loved it so i went in similarly i went into this movie the same thing because it was a one that like laura was really wanting to see and she was like and i love how it looked like the trailer i thought looked like really awesome and that excited me so i was like okay you know like let's give this a go and i i didn't pay attention to any of the marketing for this film so i kind of went into it totally blind like i had seen the trailer and like knew enough about it that I was like interested. Yeah. But I went into it totally blind. And I mean, I've said it before. I like slow movies. I like a a really good kind of almost dull pace to something like this because it allows me and like my Neanderthal brain to kind of absorb everything that's happening. Yeah. 
And I so I really felt comfortable with this movie. I agree that like maybe the payoff wasn't worth it in the end, but like I didn't feel that way. Like when John said it, I kind of like was like, yeah, that that makes sense. I, I guess I do kind of feel that way. But when I watched it, I didn't really feel that way. When I watched, I just felt satisfied by the whole experience. And I was just like, oh, that was really great. Yeah. So, uh, but it was also one that like fell into being a blur in my brain, like afterward. So it's like, I packed so much shit in there that it's like, even when you guys were like, oh, did you see this at first? I was like, no, wait, what? Yeah. And then I was like, well, I feel like I watched that because I think it's on Peacock. And I think that's yeah. where we watched it. It was on there. And I was like, oh, this looks, this is that movie you wanted to see. So I, I did enjoy it though. And I thought it was, I thought it was cool. So um, yeah, I got nothing but good things on it. Oh yeah. No, I agree 100% with both of y'all. Uh, I, I probably like, that's probably, uh, whatever it's probably exactly how i felt too like when i finished it i was very satisfied but like thinking back on it it was one of those uh that definitely for like the amount of times that i was like checking my phone for a time it definitely probably you know could have been a little bit you know harder right. gone a little harder on the end but no i definitely enjoyed it and like uh you said john it's like definitely like fits right in with the a24 movies so but, yeah oh yeah i guess but uh do you guys have any other movies you want to shout out or say anything about before we um end this up for the night no, no. I, since i had the fly they you only get like certain movies like on there. I'm just gonna give a shout out that Beetlejuice is still one of the greatest films of all time. Fuck yeah! I watch I, every time I fly on like American Airlines. I feel like I just watch Beetlejuice. Yeah, and I watch and I watch it. I watched it again, and I'm like, this movie is fucking great. Yeah. I don't. It they, is. they should just do the goddamn sequel. I, just give me Michael <laughs> Keaton for like 90 more minutes in that costume. Right. That's all. Yes. That's, that's the only thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm just shouting out Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice fucking rules. It's like, I've seen Beetlejuice yeah. 667 times and it keeps getting funnier every time I see it. <laughs> that, that quote, that line is the reason I watched The Exorcist at seven years old and fucked my life up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Goddamn Beetlejuice ruined my life. <laughs> hey, if you ever meet Michael Keaton, you got to tell him. <laughs> yeah. Like but, you told me it was funny. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> like, you lines like a shit. Now, now let's take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on. It was a blast chatting with you guys for sure. Yeah, dude. It was a great time. Yeah, yeah it's totally fun. I love oh, yeah. It. Definitely. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back on Tuesday as I'll be joined by the one and only Matt Arheim of the Wasted Radio Podcast. And I just want to correct myself really quick that I said Rob Jabaz was like Spanish Canadian. He's just a Canadian filmmaker. I don't know why I said he was Spanish. I guess because of the name Jabaz, I just assumed that's my bad. And I'm, uh, I apologize. So just wanted to put that out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates on the podcast. If you want to sign up for the Trash Mouth Horror Club over on Patreon, the link for that will be in the description. Thanks again and stay safe.